Part One of Hindle Wakes by Stanley Houghton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Narrator read by Christine G. Female characters read by Michelle Eaton. Male characters read by Phil Benson. Hindle Wakes was first produced by Miss Horniman's Repertory Company from the Gaiety Theatre, Manchester, before the Incorporated Stage Society at the Aldwych Theatre on Sunday, June 16, 1912, with the following cast. Mrs. Hawthorne, played by Ada King. Christopher Hawthorne, played by Charles Bibby. Fanny Hawthorne, played by Edith Goodall. Mrs. Jeffcoat, played by Daisy England. Nathaniel Jeffcoat, played by Herbert Lomas. Alan Jeffcoat, played by J. V. Bryant. Sir Timothy Farrer, played by Edward Landor. Beatrice Farrer, played by Sybil Thorndike. Ada, played by Hilda Davis. The play produced by Louis Casson. Characters Christopher Hawthorne, a slasher at the Daisy Bank Mill. Mrs. Hawthorne, his wife. Fanny Hawthorne, their daughter, a weaver at Daisy Bank Mill. Nathaniel Jeffcoat, owner of Daisy Bank Mill. Mrs. Jeffcoat, his wife. Alan Jeffcoat, their son. Sir Timothy Farrer, chairman of the Education Committee at Hindle. Beatrice Farrer, his daughter. Ada, maid at the bank top. Scenes. Act One, Scene One. Kitchen of the Hawthorne's House, 137 Burnley Road, Hindle. Bank Holiday, Monday, August 16th, 9pm. Scene 2. Breakfast Room at the Jeffcoats' House. Bank Top, Hindle Vale, the same night, 10.30pm. Scene 3. Breakfast Room at the Jeffcoats, the same night, 1am. Act 2. Breakfast Room at the Jeffcoats. Tuesday, August 7th. 8 p.m. Act 3. Breakfast Room at the Jeffcoats. Tuesday, August 7th, 9 p.m. Note. The scene for Act 1, Scene 1, should be very small as a contrast to the room at the Jeffcoats. It might well be set inside the other scene so as to facilitate the quick change between Scenes 1 and 2, Act 1. Note on the Lancashire Dialect. This play is about Lancashire people. In the smaller Lancashire towns, it is quite usual for well-to-do persons, and for persons who have received good educations at grammar schools and technical schools, to drop more or less into dialect when familiar, or when excited, or to point a joke. It is even usual for them to mix their speech with perfect naturalness. You and thou may jostle one another in the same sentence as, for instance, you can't catch it, I tell thee. As a general rule, they will miss out a good many H's, and will pronounce vowels with an open or flat sound. The final consonant will usually be clipped. At the same time, it is unnecessary laboriously to adopt any elaborate or fearsome method of pronunciation. The Lancashire dialect of today, except amongst the roughest class in the most out-of-the-way districts, has had many of its corners rubbed off. It varies in its accents, too, in each separate town, that it may be attempted with impunity by all, save the most incompetent. 
the poorest attempt will probably be good enough to pass muster as manchester which has hardly a special accent of its own but boasts a tongue composed of all the other lancashire dialects mixed up polished and made politer and deprived of their raciness end of part one